Welcome to this episode of High Unhealthy. My name is Darren Babb and I'm the co-founder of CannabisRadio.com down at the Wonderland Conference talking psychedelics and longevity. And I am fortunate to be sitting down with Angelique. Angelique, I totally, your last name just went off. Angelique Green. That's right, Angelique Green. I, I, I had that. Angelique, I, when... When your interview was scheduled, I went, Mighty Shed? Okay. Okay. I'm definitely going to have to sort out there is a story behind your company name, the Mighty Shed. Tell me about this. Yeah. So uh, actually, it goes a long way back. I was my first entrepreneurial venture was when I was seven years old. I was living in the projects of San Francisco and um, I saw a market need for very thirsty people near my corner store. And so I set up a lemonade stand and I was serving lemonade to guys that were drinking out of their ripple bottles with the, the whole like brown paper. And they loved it because what they would do is they'd take their beverage and they'd put it in the lemonade and then the, they wouldn't get hassled out in front of the corner store. But uh, anyway, the, the mighty shed comes from that spirit of all great things start small. You gotta start somewhere. And I was inspired by you know Bezos in his garage, Steve and Wozniak in the garage, Harley Davidson actually had a shed, Disney had a garage. So that kind of idea that if you've got the right mindset, the right big vision, a lot of grit and tenacity, you can make just about anything happen. And so we're here at Wonderland and you know there's so many interesting people here. You obviously fit in very well with this entrepreneurial background. Right now this burgeoning industry is trying to find its wheels under it and find investment and find regulation and 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 tell me a little bit about why you're here at wonderland yeah i'm i'm here to understand some of the dynamics of all of that because i think it's a really fascinating time having grown up in california around cannabis you know i grew up in a culture where this was all normalized and so now i'm seeing the world you know 30 plus years later start to experiment with it on a scale that I've never seen before. And I'm very curious about where that will go, you know, from the canna, uh, the uh, microdosing moms in Colorado starting to say, you know, soccer moms. moms. Yeah. Microdosing. Yeah. Microdosing to take the edge off from just the day-to-day pressures of being a mom. And as I look at how this starts to shape up, it reminds me of my time at Starbucks when we were talking about nobody ever even heard of putting milk in coffee, right. right? Nobody ever heard when we went to China and started going and saying, how do you take a coffee company to a tea-drinking nation? How do you do that? Where do you yeah. start? And so you've got to start somewhere. Right. And I think what we're seeing here and why I'm here is a movement, yeah. but a movement on a very large scale with lots of microcultures right. starting to experiment on the pleasure and recreational side of it to the mental treatment side of it to the therapies for leadership i mean here at the conference we're starting to see all of the different ways in which this movement could actually manifest itself into a large-scale industry there's there's so many different facets of it and and you're right when you look at this both from um you know 
a community level and an industry level business and investment and what this can do for our mental health, all these different facets. And it's funny because this has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Like people have been eating mushrooms for as long as we can remember. Right. And so it's, it's funny because now that, you know, we're trying to kick off the taboo, if you will, and say, okay, maybe, maybe we were a little hasty in categorizing this as something bad and can't help. Um, and now we're seeing folks um, with ketamine therapy, for one. You know, my, my wife did ketamine therapy. After three sessions, she no longer takes a blood pressure, pressure pill, and she had taken blood pressure pills her entire life. Right. So I think we underestimate the power of what what these, you know, um, plant medicines can do. Um, what is the one thing that has really jumped out at you while you're here at the show so far? What, what have you seen? that has been like, wow. I think the big wow for me is the openness with which people are starting to get more comfortable in publicly sharing the stories of success. And to me, that's the ultimate symbol of shedding or kicking off the taboos. You know, the the idea that we had an ex-Marine main stage yesterday talking about his story and what he had to do with TBI and how this, beyond the SRIs, helped him with MDMA treatment on such a scale that he now wants to be an advocate for all of his Marines, right? For the whole VA, for the world. And I think that this idea of the movement being for the betterment of all people through access, you know, the uh, technologies, once they make it through the FDA, will only be one more signal that it's okay to start experimenting. I think cannabis has actually helped pave the way for a lot of this movement because of the openness around decriminalization. And maybe we got things wrong in the Nixon days in terms of the propaganda. Maybe we did. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a California girl. What do I know? No, look, look, I I, I don't think you need to dance around that. I, I think we're all on the same page. The war on drugs is a failure. Um, you know, we, we incarcerate more people in, in this country than anywhere else on the globe. It's absolutely a failure, right? And so now that we've come to the place that, that you know, they're, they're letting people out of jail for that. Um, and now they're in California, you can actually go to an event in Oakland and buy mushrooms or ayahuasca or, right? Like, so I think, I think you're right. I think... Th- you know, cannabis has has opened that door uh, a bit, and I think the approaches are, are are different enough that it's not seeing the same resistance that cannabis was. But I think folks are already tempered for the com- conversation. If that makes sense, that's right, one hundred percent right. So, are you maybe looking to venture into this space? And if so, what what really kind of piques your interest? Yeah, so uh, definitely looking to venture into the space. Currently work with a number of Fortune 500 and FTSE 100 companies that are also looking to enter this space. They can't yet because the pathways from a regulatory perspective aren't there and the investment constraints are too large. But they're starting to prepare now. They're anticipating what are the moves. So I, I do quite a lot of work on that front. And because our team is so immersed in that, 
there's the stuff they can't act on yet. We can help them get ready. But there's the stuff that could be acted on today. And so we're starting to spot these opportunities. And that's another good reason why we're here today is to start to make those uh, connections with people that are up to some really interesting things that could be ready or close to ready in the next three to five years of meeting a wider consumer net of needs. So I'm thinking beyond the therapeutic treatments and more for the recreational and pleasure and bringing more mental well-being into the pleasure space. Raising the vibration of the entire community. I love that. Uh, Angelique, I, I could chat with you all day. For those that are listening, they're going, hey, maybe I have something you might be interested in or you want a dialogue with a... A, literally, folks, a serial entrepreneur. She's been an entrepreneur since she was seven years old, slinging lemonade. That's a thing. She's got experience. Uh, if people want to just reach out to you and connect, how do they do that? Sure. Uh, please visit our website, which is themightyshed.com. You can say hello at themightyshed.com. That email will come through to the team. I'm also available on LinkedIn. My name is Angelique Green, the CEO of The Mighty Shed. There you go, folks. Make, make sure you go check that out because everything really great started in the garage or that big shed. So go check it out, themightyshed.com. Angelique, thanks for taking a few minutes to come and chat with us here at High on Healthy. Thanks for having me. So great to be here. You got it. Make sure you enjoy the rest of the show. Folks, stick around. More to come right here on Cannabis Radio and High on Healthy.